So, uh, hello humans, and welcome to 3HP. Uh, my name is James Williman. I'm GMing Eastern Gifts, which is Pathfinder 2nd Edition, set in Middle-Earth. Today we have Flossie playing Radril. Hey, everybody. And uh, Sean is playing Fosco, the chimney-climbing hobbit. Yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are here in Strayhold. Um, the uh, last um, uh, session, uh, we need to find a good way to put session and episode together. Epishin or session episode. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, I'll come up with a word. Let yeah, let, let me know what you come up with. Session showed. Session showed. Yeah, that's perfect. A episode. A episode. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an infection. Like <laughs> oh man, I, I had really episode last night. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. Here, take an antibiotic for this episode. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, you guys, last time, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, we're tracking the stranger. The stranger is a guy who's been um, kind of. Um, I would you say the kind of blackmailing Millie that, that uh, has her her um, father and is trying to get like information out of Millie because she works at the at the same bank that Radril does. Um, one night, you guys tracked him um, down to this house that kind of sits up on this cliff near the Mystics Hollow, and there was a switchback that kind of leads up to this. You know, even from a distance, you can tell it's kind of a dilapidated manor up at the top of the cliff. Um, and so, as you kind of follow the stranger up this the switchback, um, um, Eucharist, uh, this old um, kind of seer stranger that kind of hangs out here at the Mystics Hollow in a little hut, um, kind of went up and um, had an interaction with Fosco, where he kept asking him what like what the color of the sky was, and then seemed confused that he didn't get a good answer, and then kind of gave you some warnings about uh, the house on the top of the cliff being kind of. Um, what, what do you remember, um, uh, Sean, about like his warning there? Do you remember like any? Uh, he said he, the, the main thing he said was that there's a crazy old man in the in the house, and he also said that there were um, other people. The other people know the color of the sky too, right? Something like that. Yeah. And to be careful. <clears throat> and then uh, after you guys were done, he backed his way all the way back into his hut, like never never turning his back to you guys. Um, you guys then went went up the switchback, and then spent some time kind of investigating this this house that just seemed very run down. Um, a couple times you you know stumbled into areas, um, and uh, like loud booming weird sounds would happen, and it, um, you found uh, a very strange guy kind of chained up to a bed um, that you just decided to leave alone. Um, Almost fell through the floor at one point, so like a lot, a lot happened. But basically, it was just an old, rundown house. Um, mm -hmm. And but then, as you kind of made your way down to the uh, basement level, you were set upon by some. Well, first thing you found a, a dead body um, in the kind of wine cellar, and then you were set upon by mm -hmm. a kind of combination of humans and orcs um, that uh, dropped Scary at one point, um, and then Fosco climbed up the chimney. And then, and then I think Radro. How, how did you end up? Did you battle medicine to get Scary back to pop Scary back up? No, I poured one well, of those vials of, that we found in the the room. That's right. So you, vials you, of healing. 
Yeah, you you managed to revive him, and you were you were invisible the whole time. Um, and you right. guys managed to, to grab. Still you, invisible. I you're think. still. <laughs> I think uh, probably by by the time you're heading out of the um, of the house, you, you're looking down and you're seeing that you're kind of fading back. Um, you know, but this would be when you're kind of on the switchback sort of like, back um, down. Back to the Future style. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> you just see, you just know, like, oh, I only got about a minute left. Um, and then, uh, and you and Scarry and, <laughs> and, and Fosco started to make your way back down that, that switchback. And that's, that's kind of where I would like to pick up if we could. Mm-hmm. So, um, it is now like in the, the dead of night, right? You, there's a nice full moon behind you. You can still see just the part of the, um, house behind you as you make your way down the switchback. And I know you guys were kind of like, I think Radville, especially you were taking, um, I don't know, everyone's wanted to take taking a look back and see if you guys were followed. You didn't see any indication that you were um, followed from the house, but you kind of keep that watch all the way down that you'd go down these switchbacks and come back down into Mystic's um, Hollow, um, ending up about where you're um, in that little square there. Um, can you see the pointer? No, you can't. That's too bad. Maybe if I use the... doesn't matter. Okay, so if you kind of look at that little square a little bit north of Radrill, that's about where that switchback ends. Okay. And um, as you start to kind of head down that switchback, you do um, notice that there's kind of like a person in the corner um, on this uh, southern end of this building right here that's just kind of... um, I think I use this as a... Yeah. No, not not you. <laughs> I tried to use like the distance things as more as a pointer. Yeah, like right right around here, you can see there's a person okay. kind of just kind of like peering around <clears throat> the building, not so much hiding um, or anything like that. Just just kind of like just peering around the building as you guys are coming down that switchback. Okay. And what are you doing? Um, and I remember I, I was still a ways behind just because I was mm-hmm. in the attic for a while. Um, <laughs> right. Did you find <laughs> Did you find something in the attic? I, I have a. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. in the attic. I felt well. There was a bunch of rot, like rotting, uh, not not rotting, but like a bunch of kind of old clothes. Right. Uh, and I found a doll that had. Uh, it was one of those ones that, like if you lift it up, the eyes pop open. So yeah, that's right. Me. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and the eyes were made of jade. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's I true. forgot about the jade yeah. eyes. Yeah, I actually, I actually didn't realize how much jade w- was worth outside yeah. of game. So whenever you said jade, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So it's a rock. That's great. But no, no they're, they're actually <laughs> worth quite a lot. So I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. So I'm imagining that they're probably worth about <laughs> very close to that. So it's gonna be, this is gonna be exciting. Take it down yeah, to the pawn shop. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Radville's got the connection at the pawn shop, so you, you're, uh, you're good to go. <laughs> Being a good businesswoman now. <laughs> you might want to open up your own store someday. You know, you never know. Franchise. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Did, uh, right, uh, yeah. So, so as you're coming down, you, you see this kind of figure kind of just peering up, up, up at you guys. I think um, we should just ignore him. <coughs> as I'm coming down, I'm going to come down and I, and I imagine I see him too. So like without having, <clears throat> without having to roll. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Essentially, uh, he's not really um, mechanically. He's not. Uh, st- <coughs> kind of sound like the picture of Helds. Um, um, <laughs> Having allergies um, in the midst of a uh, virus scares the like. Yeah, it makes everybody a little jumpy. Um, yep. 
it's fine. It, 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 it's something that you don't need. Like this person mechanically isn't stealthing or anything. It's just, it's just, okay, you know, just if you're just kind of like peering, just kind of looking at you. So it's um, up around. It's kind of a little bit hunched over. Drunk. Yeah, Could be. hanging out. Mm-hmm. How much time actually passed between when we first got here? And, and now. Oh, now? Um, so, if you remember, I think we kind of headed into this house near dusk. It was like dusk, yeah. Yeah. And you guys, it's it's midnight-ish. Okay, so... At this point. Four or five hours at least, yeah. Yeah. I mean, by the time you got up the switchback, remember, you, you, you really took some time um, uh, to check it mm-hmm. out. You fought that thing that came out of the well <laughs> and all that things, and then, you know, checked the whole house out and then went downstairs. I think that's... And then came back out, so... Mm-hmm. So I guess Rad really, um, you should you and Scari are kind of ahead of Fosco. I think you made contact with Message, if right, Fosco. Yeah, I told them I was yeah. coming down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they they kind of know you're on your way. Okay. So, um, I'm just gonna lean into Scari and say, uh, see that guy over there. What do you think? So uh, he's gonna squint over at him. Um, and just, you know, there's just, Scarry is in not great shape. He was draw, unconscious before, and he goes, I'm not seeing too straight. straight. Oh. All right, so I'm going to roll for perception then. Okay. You want to roll or you want me to roll? Nah, go ahead. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven, so you're, you're peering down at this guy and you're looking, and you just, um, this looks like that Eucharist guy. Oh, okay. But I didn't see him before because I came later, so I don't know who the hell he is. Okay, this looks like a little guy that's that's um, kind of balding, a human, <laughs> and kind of, kind of hunched so, over. So I lean over to Scar and I'm like, looks a little crazy, huh? Yeah, so uh, now that you kind of pointed him out, um, see if Scar can do a little bit, but yeah. Scar looks over and he, and he kind of like wipes a little blood out of his eye. He goes, um, and if I remember... Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, Sean. You and you and Scar, like you talked to to this guy, but Scarry was behind you. Yeah, well, he was behind. Yeah, he was behind you, Chris. Yeah, right. So yeah, so um, yeah, Scarry's gonna squint over him and and uh, explain to you, Radriel, just like you know, this this is this old guy that talked to, to Fosco. Okay. All right. Well, let's just keep going then. So as, as you kind of like come down off the switchback and get close, like he kind of like scuttles up to you as, "Where's the Hobbit?" Back there somewhere. He's coming. Did Did you meet him? Meet him? What do you mean meet him? The man in the house. Did you meet him? You're talking about Ned. At that, he says, I don't think his name is Ned. Then no, we didn't. Oh. That's strange. It's his house. The only person we encountered was Ned. I don't know Ned. Maybe you can talk to the Hobbit when he gets down here. The Hobbit didn't seem overly bright. Hey, he did. <laughs> he did. He'd been touched by the color of, of the sky, but didn't know its name. He can be a little thick at times. 
And the Eucharist is kind of like talking about either. <laughs> this this vigorously just making conversation. <laughs> this this vigorously nods his head and he goes, "Do you know that the man in the house? He's the brother of the mage. Who's the mage? He's the mage, and he kind of points over um, across the hollow. And you guys just." Um, you know, imagine you have all these these kind of inns and things in, in the middle of the of the town. And I explained like they're you know the nightlife. This is like when this town kind of comes alive. Um, some people right. call it fire town because there's, it creates so much kind of light and things. So you're, as you're looking, um, you see you're looking through like all those bars, right, and things in the town in the middle there. And then he points uh, almost completely just across um, east and a little south up to that plateau where that big manor is. And he goes, the mage. He's a power. He's a power here in Strayhold. Oh, what's his name? We just call him the mage. Okay. What's the name of the man in the house that we were supposed to see? He's the mage's brother. <laughs> wow, you're really helpful. <laughs> yes, I. Am. I am a fountain of information. <laughs> <laughs> All of it is completely reliable. Seems like your fountain is dried up a while ago. <laughs> so um, I'm just gonna right. say, well, thank you, and I just keep on walking. Remember to send the <laughs> Hobbit to talk to me. He should be down on the hill anytime now. Okay. And he's just kind of like yelling as you're walking away. I imagine I probably I probably make it down by now. Yeah, you can say as as you're as you're talking, just kind of, you see Radro and Scarry just kind of like, all right, guy, like just kind of doing the kind of like the somewhat kindly, but just like eh, okay, we we don't want to talk to you anymore, um, kind of thing as they're yeah. trying to get out <laughs> and and heading um, back to the albatross. <laughs> so you, you you kind of come. Uh, are you are you stealthing down? You just kind of like, what do you, how are you um, getting out of there? Um. I was gonna say like I was gonna like keep running down and then uh, once I got like toward like down here then I'd probably try to try stealthing to get to the albatross. Okay. Yeah. So you, but, yeah. So as you come down, you do see um, Eucharist there, kind of like this, kind of calling after. It's like send, send the Hobbit to talk to me. As they're like, all right, and uh, you kind of come up behind him. Mm-hmm. And the, Not, so I'll come up behind him. And I was like, so I'll say, ah, screw it. Uh, Eucharist, you said you wanted to talk to me? He goes, oh, shit! (laughs) (laughs) He jumps up up for a second. My passive perception is frightfully low. (laughs) (laughs) He says, you seem to be in one piece. And he kind of like, is kind of like brushing some of this soot off you. Yeah, for the time being, anyways. So what what did you want? Um, so he, he he's looking at you and he's he's kind of brushing you off and like the shoulder where you usually have your uh, pet, like his hand kind of lingers there for a second. He goes, and he, he gets a kind of strange look comes over his face. And he goes, "What used to be here? How did how did you know that? There are there's traces of it." 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, can I do a perception hair. check on that shoulder? Yeah, throw a snake. Get this cat hair. <laughs> 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 See? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a few stray hairs there. Uh-huh. Okay. In an instant, uh, say, like yeah, amongst like... the soot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, I used to have a cat there. But not just a cat. I mean, what do you think it was? Something exceptional. Hmm. Well, I'd agree with you on that. Got my little kitty kitty cat. <laughs> you, sh- <laughs> you should go take your cat to see Yorl. Who's Yorl? He is a special man. As are you, Eucharist. <laughs> As are you. I know. <laughs> I'm a fountain of information. All of, all of it is completely reliable. <laughs> Why would poor Eucharist lie? <laughs> I was like, okay, where can I find uh, Yorg? His name is Yorof. Start saying his name right. That will help. <laughs> Yorof. <laughs> he's he's in, in at the eastern end of Handicraft Way. Alright. Scary and I still close enough to hear any of this conversation or we... If you want if you want to pause a little bit cuz Ural or Ural. Um, cuz Eucharist is not being um particularly uh quiet or anything. <clears throat> quiet, okay. Yeah. Like Scotty, did you hear that? Yeah. This this guy's pretty strange. I hear that he's a fountain of information. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of it is super reliable. I make somebody laugh with a whole bunch of protein bar in it. <laughs> uh, I imagine his fountain is more like a bursted pipe in the sewer. <laughs> um. All right. So then I'll say, like, all right. Well, I'll take, I'll take a look. I'll, I'll look into that. He's not. He walks and talks with the animals. Oh, that makes sense. He's Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> I have one last question. He's kind of calling. Is what is the color of the sky? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a recall knowledge check to see if there's okay. anything that actually is pertinent to that. Um, should I do what? What should I, should I just, should I just do straight intelligence or should I add something to that? Because I don't really know what that question means. Um, yeah, so you can do either. So if you can think of like, you know, because recall knowledge is used in that case. Can I use crafting to figure out what this is? You know, that's, so you can pick, mm-hmm. I, um, for me, uh, okay. when I run it, like, and if you just want to be like, just generally go like scattershot, whatever, you can make it intelligence. But if you want to try to think about specifically, okay. use the recall knowledge. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll say I'll use Arcana just because, like, the way he's been describing it, because um, <clears throat> he's been talking about, like, uh, me being able to use magic, and mm-hmm. um, uh, basically, like, that's how, like, that I've been touched and everything, so I imagine it has something to do with magic, so I'm going to okay. use Arcana. Makes sense. All right, uh, 25. Um, yeah, so as you're thinking back, thinking back, thinking back on it, um, there is some connection with um, so, like 
you can't quite get your wrap, you know, you can't quite wrap your, your arms around it. Some kind of connection between um, a magical organization and the color, but you can't quite, you know what I mean? So you can't quite put it together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll just look at him and I'll just say, well, because I said blue the first time and he still thinks I'm crazy for some reason. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just take a shot in the dark and say, purple? Yes. Are you joking? You pulled oh, Eucharist's yeah. leg. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. All right, I'll 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 figure it out later. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Have a good night. Bye, friends. As I slowly back away, I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> okay. Backing away. Yeah, just right. the whole, the whole, anytime <laughs> if you look back at him for like the whole time, you can see him. He's just like still waving at you. <laughs> he doesn't have many friends, obviously. I am socially awkward. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I imagine Radril and Scarry Display have been, you know, listening. So, you know, yeah. Fosco, you start, you just kind of like, okay, and you kind of like go around him a little more than you really need to, <laughs> and then you kind of meet up with um, <laughs> Scarry and Radril. All right. Um, so I mean, I meet up, and I'll, I'll just, I'll just say, Scar, it's really good to see you back on your feet. It's good to be back on my feet. Thanks for leaving us in that yeah. fucking room. I'm sorry, I panicked, and let's let's keep walking first, and we'll, I'll give you. Guys, we got out of it. Okay, let's just not, yeah, let's not worry about it. Yeah, so Scar just kind of like begrudgingly kind of falls in with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we're walking and uh, we're getting through, I, I will say to Scar, and I'm like, I, I do owe you guys an apology. That was more reckless than usual, I would say. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah, but for that, in I all honesty, Fosco, I don't know that all three of us would have been able to get out if you hadn't have done it that way. Rodro, make a, a diplomacy check just to see if your argument kind of like makes a dent in um, Scarry's uh, attitude. I guess twenty-seven. Yeah, you can you can see even as because you, as you guys are walking, um, if you go straight towards the albatross, you're going to go um, either through like the casino district, the uh, brothel district, or the bar district, <laughs> and because they're, they're, that's basically what this town is in the middle there. Um, unless you want to go like way south. And go through like Woodmaker's Mark, <laughs> you know what I mean, and, and all that stuff. So unless you want to go way out of your way, um, you're kind of going through some kind of raucous kind of like crowd. And just out of the corner of your eye, Scar, you can see you know Scar is kind of falling behind you guys, and you can kind of just see him like Radwell as you kind of make your like end of your argument there. Just just his nodding his head just a little bit. He still remains quiet, but you just see him nodding his head a little bit. Well, guys, what do we do? And I think we need to go back and bandage our wounds and figure out what the hell happened up there. Well, I think to avoid people, I think we really should go out of the way and go down. We should cut through Woodmaker's Mark. Or wood, Woodman's Mark, my bad. Yeah. Woodman's Mark, yeah. 
So that, I like woodworkers better. <laughs> they're still there, just <laughs> sounds, chiseling sounds away like, at midnight. Sounds like they're making beer or something, or alcohol. Or <laughs> <laughs> so it's just Maker's Mark. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so th- I mean, yep, you guys have been in town long enough to know, like wood woodmen, like that's like um, before Merkwood became uh, Merkwood. There were there were men who just kind of like they were kind of like lumberjacks and hunters and stuff, and there were people who were descended from like the the Northmen, like the Rohan kind of people, who lived lived in the southern part of Merkwood, and then as it kind of like went uh, bad, uh, then kind of like moved out, and this is almost like their little area that they've set up here, and you would know that there was like some kind of community of these guys living in this town before, and it's just really swollen um, since uh, what happened to Merkwood happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you, yeah, so you guys can make your way th- south and like through the more residential district and kind of swing around um, Fortune Square and all that stuff. And basically, you're going to go like south through around the whole city and then kind of come back up um, and find your way to the Albatross. Anywhere near Millie's Cottage? If you swing that far south, actually, you wouldn't be very far because like, uh, if you remember, she's south of that market, and you would almost yeah. have to go through the market. Now the market isn't up right now. Um, because right. because it's late and because it's really made out of stalls and like carts and things that people bring in, so it's pretty much just like an open area, you know. There's there's some kind of partiers and stuff because you, you know now it's like you know midnight, one o'clock, something like that, um, and the town is at full in full swing. This is you know the Las Vegas of Middle Earth basically, um, so there's some people kind of like wandering around in that area, um, but it's there's no stalls or anything. And uh, so, I forget where about where was it whenever where um where was I whenever I ran into those uh, couple uh, ruffians? Uh, the guys that dropped in on you. Yeah. I thought you were in. I just cannot remember for the life of me. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I'd have, I might have to look. But I know you were in the north um, west, and but I can't remember if it was like in what's Luth, Loose Jack's Row. That's the mercenary. I kind of don't think so. I think you were in mm-hmm. Flagon's Lane. Wasn't he okay. going somewhere to look for magic stuff? Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's that's why I think he was up. Like, that makes Because that's mm-hmm. that's like so okay. Mystics Hollow is where that stuff is, and then that's like kind of like one of those adjacent places. I kind of thought it was up mm-hmm. at the north end of that Loose Jack's Row, thinking about the map that we used. But anyways, it was it was up in one of those those two places. Okay. Cool. Just wondering. So yeah, you, 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 you guys can swing around. If you want to check on Millie, you can, you know, especially when you get to the market, because she's just south of I just want to go past there. her house and make sure there's nothing, like, going on. I mean, I doubt she's awake or anything. But... Yeah, if you just want to go by, um, I'm going to just make a perception check for you guys. If, yeah, okay. if you want to. Oh, hey, natural 20. All right. Um, hey, there we go. First one. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so as as you go through the like the tenement district there, that's called Newmark. Um, yeah, you can you swing by Millie's, and there's there's the usual number. Like you know, this is there's some people kind of milling around, but it's pretty quiet because um, this <laughs> being the part of town where there's around. not there's milling around. Um, <laughs> there's, 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 there's some people there, but it's pretty quiet, especially in comparison to the rest of the town. Because most of these people don't have very much money or anything; they can't really afford um, to be out. And it's a, you know, it's kind of like 
Um, maybe maybe this is, town isn't New York, or maybe is it? It isn't the Las Vegas of Middle Earth. Maybe it's like New York in the seventies in Middle, Middle Earth. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's just pretty okay. like it's pretty seedy. You know what I mean? And um, right. and so like if you're out at a certain time, you better be able to kind of take care of yourself and know know what's happening. You know what I mean? So the people yeah. in, in this part of the of the town who are just kind of here as refugees and whatnot, they just kind of hunker down. And um, wait for the, you know, morning, basically. So you guys, yeah, you can swing around there. And then um, <clears throat> as you get into this, the area here over to the west where your, where your uh, tavern is, there are some taverns and stuff here, but it's, it's a kind of, of a higher... Um, if you remember, the Warm Night Tavern is like the, um, the nicest brothel <laughs> in town. Um, yeah. And it has, has things... Uh, um, has like rooms and things there too, but it's also at the upper end. So almost like the, the west side... I'm sorry, the east side of Strayhold is kind of like the nicer okay. part of it. And so as you get through that part, you feel like a little safer as you make your way all the way to the Albatross without any uh, incident. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Albatross is here? Uh, I thought... Yeah. <clears throat> no, it's it's in that district there, and it's north and um, west okay. of the Warm Night Tavern. At Warm Night Tavern. So okay. as you're going there, you, you get a better uh, glimpse too, especially as you kind of swing around um, and you go through that little district of, of that manor that uh, Eucharist was pointing to the to the that sits on top of that plat- platform of the plateau um, that he said was the mage's house. Okay. So you guys can get back all the way back to the end if you'd like. Uh, without yeah, and, uh, probably the best. yeah. Best idea. Okay, so so where is Scarry at hit point wise? I believe he is in the teens. Okay. Looks like sixteen. <laughs> okay. Yes, he Which needs is, some yeah. battle medicine and some overnight recovery here, huh? Yeah, I think both. Um, yeah, since you didn't do uh, medicine uh, medicine check on him, you, you're free to do so. Um, now, because remember, there's usually that kind of like, like that cool off period. If you use it, I think it's an hour mm-hmm. before you can use it again yeah. on the same person. Is that right? That's right, Sean. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, but if you use battle medicine, then um, uh, they they're immune to that for 24 hours because like, it's yeah. like Except for me, it's only an hour. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, but if you're yeah. just using a regular uh, medic medicine check, then it would be right. an hour. But if it's if you're using battle medicine during combat, you can't use battle medicine on them for another hour. Right, and I didn't do it up there. All I did I, that, well, yeah. I gave him that potion. Does that count? That no, 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 no. That's that's, that's, that's different. That's that's magic, yeah. Okay, okay. So, and I'm actually also going to help him try to help heal him a little bit too. Okay, so okay. eighteen. That good. Yeah, if you if you for the two d eight healing. Are, I can't remember, Redwill. Are you um, what is your rank? You're training ramp in medicine now. Uh still just trained. Okay. There's a thing... He gets um, 13 points back then. Oh, cool. It's okay. almost double. That's pretty good. <clears throat> so, nah, um, just a little comment, like, game-wise. Like, once you go up to Master, then you can choose to try, like, a higher DC to get him more hit points back. Um, you know, right now, like, the DC is usually, like, 15, yeah. unless there's some mitigating circumstances. You could just say, I'm going to go for a DC 20, and then you heal... You okay. do greater healing, so it would make sense. You know, you're going to try more, so you can achieve more, but also it's easier to fail. So, 
Yeah, so you, you mm-hmm. kind of like take some time and kind of patch him up. And there are numerous <laughs> wounds on, on Scari. Um, and you, so he's kind of all bandaged up. He's feeling pretty good, but um, at probably like about a third of his hit points. Yeah, well, a little over a third. But and I also I rolled a uh, twenty-two or twenty-one. Yeah, so, sorry. Okay, so again, you can you can roll um, hit points. The two, right? Yeah, two d eight. <laughs> well, two four, so he gets eight back. Okay, the exact average, yeah. All right. <laughs> it is. It, you know. mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Yeah. So he's okay, so after you guys. I'm gonna medicine on myself too because really <laughs> right. not in yeah, great shape either. Where are you right now? I've got like Health 27. Life. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Scar's up to 36. Yeah, so. Okay. All right. 33. <laughs> you have th- 33. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so you guys are all kind of yeah, kind of in the same boat. I would say at 29, I'm successful at doing battle medicine. Yes, so. I would say so. <laughs> 10, and then I get, into, so I get another 15 back there. Cool, okay. okay. And then we're going to take an overnight rest, I'm assuming? Yeah. I mean, I, that's, that's what I was thinking, because um, otherwise, too, you, you get fatigued. So I would uh, not do that. Mm-hmm. So there's this okay. constitution... Uh, uh, times yeah, your level. Times your level. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but except for me, because I I picked up a feat. That's very yeah. nice. What's that? Um, the uh, faster, the fast recovery. You know what? I have that too. Now, how does huh. that work? Can you explain to me? Basically, what what you get in a normal night's rest. So, like, if you just get your level times constitution, you double mm-hmm. that. Oh man! So for yeah, me, so you get forty-two back. Like I would get normally get twenty-one, so I would get forty-two back. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at wow. too. Really. Yeah, seven times three. Yeah, so you have forty-two back instead. Wow! It's very wow. nice. That is good. That really yeah. helps me a lot. Is that a general feed or what? How did you guys get that? Got the general feed. I picked it up this. Yeah. Time. Nice. Yeah, I picked it up at level seven. We leveled up. That's why I wasn't real familiar with it. So. Yeah. Cool. yeah that's the a, reason that's why I was because um, I originally uh, thought it was uh, a skill feat, so I added it in like at like fifth level, and then like, or, and then um, I started looking at it again. And I'm like, oh crap, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> the general feat. That's stupid, stupid rules. <laughs> and the that, cool thing that's... about it though is that also, um, uh, what does it do? It also like gives you an advantage on like fortitude saves and stuff for poison mm. and stuff. Uh, it's actually it's really nice. It'll probably come in handy eventually. Yeah, that, that's that's cool. And what we'll do, uh, I think, um, moving forward is like whenever we level up next, we're going to take a little time in in game, just like, hey, what feats did everybody get? Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's good for every, like you guys to know, but it's also good for me because you guys are now at the level where I haven't even read the feats that that are open mm-hmm. to you. You know what I mean? Because like yeah, yeah. when when I was first learning Pathfinder, I went and I basically made you know went through and i read every class for the first couple levels right um Mm -hmm. so i'm like somewhat familiar with like the first through third level feats for like all the classes but after that like you know (laughs) i'm not gonna learn all eight eight (laughs) thousand feats that are available to Mm -hmm. you guys so we'll we'll just kind of do that and then that's that's kind of a cool way to say like um even to the other party members, like what what you're going to be capable of and like why you picked it, you know that, that's going to help you uh, mm-hmm. coordinate better in in 
your activities. So if you know what everybody's yeah. capable uh, of. If we, the nice part too about talking through it is somebody watching or listening to maybe like, oh, I didn't realize that about that particular feed. You know, like I didn't yeah. think about that until you mentioned it. So. Mm-hmm. No, and I, th- I think that, um, you know, this is, you know, as you as you guys go up on level, like every time you go up on level, that's the highest level a character I've ever GM'd for. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's <laughs> and it's got to be that most people playing Pathfinder, unless you're playing like six hours sessions every week, which you know some people yeah. uh, can and do do that. Um, you probably haven't gotten to fifteenth, sixteenth, twentieth level. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. So like, I, I would think most people are. At most, where we are, maybe a little above, but most would be in that fifth level range. So, anyways, mm. okay. Yeah, so, it's uh, definitely kind of fun because it's the this is probably one of the far, like farthest games I've ever played. Because by the time, like whenever I we used to play with my other friends, like they would we'd, we'd stop at like we'd stop at level three, or sometimes even just level one. It'd be a one shot at level one because no one has time. Yeah. So it's really kind of fun to actually get up at a higher level <laughs> yeah and and i think one thing with um pathfinder that it's it's really it's one of the things they tried to do is flatten out the curve a little bit we'll get back to the actual mm-hmm. game here in a second i swear but flatten out the curve a little bit where <laughs> especially in fifth edition dungeons and dragons you kind of start out as a superhero and then just go to god like just you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and then i kind of feel pathfinder you're a little bit more of a normal human being or what you know person and then you just there's like a more of a straight line up so it's just now that you guys are starting to get some really cool stuff, and then, um, you know, 11, 12, somewhere in there, you start to, you know what I mean? Like, you start to get where, whatever your concept for your mm-hmm. character was, it kind of takes almost till ninth level to really come into your own. So it kind of right. encourages longer-term I play. Use, I think back to a character I had in D&D, like back when I played years ago. And mm-hmm. that's okay. I mean, we had been playing for two years almost. Yeah. So by the time we got to that end of two years of playing every week, yeah, she was pretty damn powerful. Even yeah, I bet. Fighter, she still had a lot of things. Yeah. That you know, that are like, oh yeah, that would be really cool if we had that, but it's going to be a while, kind of thing. So yeah, I totally get what you're you're meaning there. It's sort of yeah. Uh, cool. So you guys dream about the rules mechanics for Pathfinder Second Edition. As you, <laughs> level up, you know? Pathfinder danced in their heads. As you, um, and then you you kind of wake up probably a little later than normal um, since you're out to like you know one or two. But this this town is a town that you know. I remember living in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, like a pretty big college town, and you know, and breakfast time was about eleven thirty. <laughs> You know, and for the whole town, you know, especially on Saturdays. So that brunch is, I imagine brunch and stray hold is, is really the meal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, that's how it was. Actually, at Westminster, because uh, we yeah. had, because um, <laughs> they, they actually serve brunch at, uh, like, basically the buffet area kind of place. Yeah. Like, it's called Duff. Um, and they had brunch, and it started at 11 and went to, like, 1. Yeah. But that was the brunch hour. But that was basically everybody's breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Plus, brunch is the most awesome thing ever. It just, it's like, what's the best parts of every meal? Let's have all have them at one time. You're like, why don't we always do this? Exactly. <laughs> so now you went. Breakfast and lunch? How can you go wrong? You, know? you can't go wrong. Hmm. All right. These so you guys go ahead. Right? Uh, my, my friend actually made a big list of, like, the different uh, combinations of what each meal is. So we have, like, uh, breakfast, then, it, depending on what time it is, you have breakfast, um, brunch, then uh, Lekfest, 
then lunch, then it depends on what it is. So I'll, I'll have to find that that list. Liner. That, that's a very okay. Hobbit thing, anyways. I think. <laughs> yeah. it's <just> like, <laughs> you know, but each one of them is like something you have to. Oh, you have to have <laughs> breakfast, and then you have to have brunch, and then you have to have second breakfast, yeah, and then you exactly. have like first lunch. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways. exactly. As <laughs> Radrill gains all this weight from hanging out with his damn. Started out as a slender elf, and now. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys wake up you have an, a pretty you know the albatross I explained is kind of like a moderate like it's fine it's pretty clean and stuff but they do have like a nice you know brunch for you guys as you guys get up um, and uh, the day is yours what are you guys up to? Um, well that makes sense yeah I was actually, and I was actually gonna um, I wanted to cast uh, uh, detect magic on mm-hmm. the doll okay it, it does not ping as magical. Okay, cool. Um, then uh, before, or then I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a, uh, <clears throat> I guess crafting check on the jade and everything. Okay. Like basically how much they would be worth. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and give it a roll. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. <clears throat> um, you know that it's worth quite a bit. Oh, it actually, it's more. All right, it's 26. My bad. I was looking at Arcana. Oh, okay. It's, it's fine. Um, the information is the same. So you know it's it's worth, and I would say, like, you think it's somewhere in the low to mid-teens gold piece-wise. If you just pry those things out of that doll, you know, it's harder to tell, like, if the doll itself, maybe for the right, like, specific uh, buyer, would be worth more than the, the jewels. But it would, you'd have to find the right, you know, like a collector or something like that. Where if you just pried the the eyes out of that doll, um, then then you know you're thinking like it's somewhere in the teens for the for just the gems. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm laughing here as a doll collector myself. <laughs> this particular line of dolls, they do we do things called eye swaps, where you actually pop the eyes out and then oh, do you? change the eye color. Like, oh, it's oh, I have to send you. <laughs> it's not it's not for the hearted Believe me, you've got to be strong as hell to get them out and people freak out because it's like yeah it's yeah. very different but i'm picturing us doing an eye swap on <clears throat> bosco's doll now <laughs> i was just thinking about minority report there's yeah, that that scene <laughs> um but before uh <clears throat> before flossy goes then or Rachel goes to work uh, <clears throat> hang on a second hmm that's some fun that's um, right Anyways, uh, before she goes, I'm gonna like I'm gonna pull out the doll for both of them to see, and I'll just say, guys, uh, whenever, whenever I was in the attic looking through things, I found this, and I and I have it down so like it like you know how the eyes are closed whenever it's like laying down, uh-huh. to confuse them at first. <laughs> so I just like show it to them with their eyes closed. Okay. Okay. Are you trying to like scare them or, or? No, just 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 uh, just to be like just to make them like, kind of confused and like what? what okay. You, okay. What's so good about this? <laughs> yeah. So you just see Fosco bring out this like China China doll and and kind of like um, um. You know, it's it's kind of fancy dressed and and whatnot, a little musty, and and he has it laying down there. A chew. Dusty. Dusty. Mold in it. Come on. 
<laughs> Alright, then I lift it up and then the eyes pop open. <laughs> oh wow, check it out! How, how long have you had this, uh, Fosco? Well, I did that. This is what I got from the <clears throat> from the attic last night. Yeah. I figured we probably I didn't want to pull it out while we were out, out outside. Yeah, probably not a good idea. Yeah, in case it's you know got some symbolism or something. Hmm. Interesting. But I wanted to show you guys, and I I've, I've been looking at it, and like I I think it, every, well, especially with the eyes, like I think it could, it could be worth quite a bit. Especially yeah, Scary kind of leans in there and, and looking at his eyes, and, and just goes like, "Yeah, it, it's it's worth something." <laughs> So I figured what, what, we, what we could do is we could find the right person to give it to, or to sell it to, and we could all split the money. That sounds reasonable. Why don't you bring it over to the pawn shop? Maybe they know somebody that would be interested in it. Hmm, that's true. All right, I'll, co I'll come by later then. Okay. I guess I'm heading to work now, huh? All right, and... and um... Scarry's gonna kind of like get himself together and and slip off and goes, "Yeah, hey, I got I have uh, things to do," and he slips out of the albatross as well. Um, so yeah, so Radwell, you you go um to work. Um, Millie shows up and things pretty much run, um as uh normal. Um, Fosco, okay, is there? So, um, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I want to ask Millie, what is sure. your dad's name? We never thought to ask. <laughs> it's Ned. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that was not going to be No. no. <laughs> his, his name is Jort. 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 Okay. Hmm? I ask her a little bit about that house. I say, yeah, what's the deal with the house up behind Mystic Hollow? Oh, uh, um, uh, it seems to be like, um, people say it's haunted or something. Um, and that, uh, like some somehow like the the brother of the mage used to live up there or something and um and and I don't know something bad happened and now we don't we don't go up there anymore. What's the name of the brother of the mage? Do you happen to know it? Um, uh, I I don't. We you know even the mage we just say we just call him the mage and you know we just hope you just don't really want to meet him ever because he's kind of scary and then we just call him like the that was just the brother of the mage. Do you want me to try to find out? Okay. Yeah, I'm that sure might so be helpful. Um, I'm sure somebody if, knows. If, if I tell you something, can you promise me you won't say anything to anybody? And she looks for a second and goes, Yeah? Well, we were up there last night. There's some weird shit going on up there. <laughs> and she, she just really goes, You went up to the house. Yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting. And she looks around and's like, What was in there? A lot of dirt and dust for one thing. <laughs> and this this weird creature in the well. Tell me about the creature in the well. Had, so I tell her about how it was a three-headed <laughs> snake type thing, and it spit coins out. It would have fit right in in our business here. <laughs> that sounds weird and gross. <laughs> it was very strange. She just kind of nods. <laughs> There was some guy chained to a bed, or well, we're not sure what he was, to be honest with you. She seems kind of confused by that. Why, why did you go up there? We're just curious, and we, we went in and 
I'm kind of wishing we hadn't. We kind of got beat up. And then her eyes get really big, and she goes, "You're really, you're, you're really brave." Well, we've done some crazy stuff, so. What what beat you up? I saw you wipe out that whole um, gang almost by yourself. Um, orcs. Orcs. And she kind of like looks around and goes, "And Strayhold." Yeah, that's why I wondered, because I haven't seen anything or heard anything about it, but they're there. There, sh- there shouldn't be orcs here. If there's orcs here, that's bad. Orcs are bad. Well, that's, that's what I kind of thought. Like I said, don't say anything to anybody. She's, she's just kind of shaking her head. If you hear anything, you'd let me know? She just, she just nods. <laughs> Okay, and and if you can find out those names, that would be great. And she goes, I'll, I'll try, I'll try. You helped me out so much, I'm going I'm to try. <coughs> okay, I'm still looking for your dad. That's why I wanted to know his name. I was hoping it wasn't Ned. <laughs> <laughs> she, she just kind of looks at you a little quizzically about... No? Okay. Um... So, uh, well, that is, that's going on. <laughs> yeah, poor Millie sees a little more rattled than usual. <laughs> Dropping more money on the ground. Yeah, even like more money. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of dropping it, it drops across the room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't, can't see straight anymore. Wow. <laughs> All right, so... I, I, <laughs> So, Fosco, you're going to head into uh, the uh, pawn shop, is that correct? Well, not yet. I, I, I want oh, okay. to do a few things before I did that. Um, but okay. I wanted to I wanted to take a good, like, hour mm-hmm. and, like, check out this doll. And uh, I want to make a society check to okay. see where, like, with my knowledge of the town and, like, where would be the best place to try to get to, um, to sell this in order to get the highest uh, amount for it. Okay. I'm gonna use my luck point. Okay. That's oh, that's much better. <laughs> I rolled a four the first time, uh, and I and then this time I rolled a nineteen, so nineteen plus eleven. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So, um, looking at this thing, you you recognize from basically like the facial facial uh, features and like the dress and whatnot that um, it's like either from Dale or like it's you know or um, Lake Town, up up in that area. And you know that if you went up there or could get it up there, that that's where you get the highest price. Um, and that probably here in Strayhold, that's a little bit more of a frontier town. Like you know, like um, you would have to find a very specific individual. So not that you couldn't, but just that it's harder, right? Um, uh-huh. to, to find something like that. And that um, and it looks like uh, just kind of like thinking about it and looking at the dress and, and just the condition of the doll overall. It's, it's not like ancient. Um, mm-hmm. It is like several decades old at most. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell because it was stored in okay. such bad condition, but like it, that's, you know, it's not like, it doesn't look like, you know, chipped or anything. And, and like the, its um, gown is not like rotted away or anything like that. So you feel like, okay, this is probably not, you know, decades and decades old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and and with that roll, would I be able to get a better idea of how what the entire doll is worth? Or do you want to um, roll again? 
No, I would say with, with the previous crafting rule and thinking about that, you're thinking like, you know, if, if you were in, before the right buyer, you might get something more like mid-20s to almost 30 gold pieces for if you found, you know, the collector who was interested in, in you know what I mean, like um, mm-hmm. that particular piece, but that would be your upper end, you know, so maybe 20 okay. to 30 gold pieces, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, you think about, so like just, just the jade is worth mid, you know, teens, so then, you know, yeah. like the doll itself is like maybe 10 more gold pieces than that altogether. Again, to the right person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. With that, uh, I'm going to go to uh, basically I'm going to spend my day uh, or not met most of the man to my entire day, but I'm going to go to the, <coughs> I guess, the. Uh, Woodman's Mark. Okay. Like that's where, like, because I want to, I want to try to, hi- I want to hire someone to make the trip arrows. Yeah. Um, and uh, I want to go talk to that. Uh, is uh, dang, I, I think I wrote down his name wrong. Uh, Yolorf. <laughs> Yorl. So it's Y O R L. Yor, like Yorl. Oh, Yorl. Almost like gotcha. Yeah. Almost like Laurel. Yorl. Yeah. Yorl. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> You're all going to make all me right. some trip errors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, then I want to head there to hire someone to make uh, the trip errors with my plans I have. Okay. Um, to give them the formula for it. And then I also wanted to go talk to Yoro with my cat. Okay. Um, we can, uh, we don't have to role play the trip arrow part we're just going to say you go down yeah, to the handicraft i don't think so um I, it will make you talk to like four different guys and then finally <laughs> 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 um no so you, you finally find somebody in, in handicraft way that's like you know a fletcher there's no problem he kind of looks at it he seems mm-hmm. you know pretty like interested and it just says like it, it uh how many trip arrows are you looking to make because there's almost going to be like if you want to make one like that one arrow is going to be kind of expensive, <coughs> but if you want to get make like a dozen, like per, you know, because imagine like if you're making a one off of something, it's very expen- mm-hmm. expensive to like kind of set up and do everything for one arrow. But if you're going to make a dozen, yeah. plus he, you know, plus he's going to have access to this formula, you can bring that price per arrow mm-hmm. down a little bit. Okay, yeah, I was I was saying like probably like like what's like for the usual thing, like isn't isn't it like for a bat? It's usually like ten. Ten. Uh, Gold pieces or, or uh... no ten, 10 arrows. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm just gonna say it. that's a little hard. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would suck. Ten gold pieces per arrow. That would oh suck man. Some <laughs> expensive arrows there. Dude. Expensive. <laughs> no, I'll say. Um, <laughs> then uh, I would say I wanted to try to um, if they could. Uh, I wanted to see how much it would be for twenty. For, so like basically like two batches. Yeah, two batches. Yeah. Um, let me. Do you happen to know how much an arrow, like how much a, a batch of arrows is worth? Uh, like I the normal it was like price. Two silver pieces. But let I... me. I have the thing up here. Okay. Um, mint weapons. Um, for one silver piece for ten uh, arrows. Yeah. 
So, um, with, you know, after is probably more after, expensive. <laughs> they'll be a little more expensive. So there's, but but just five silver pieces for a batch, like that. Especially if you okay. get two batches and you're giving him the formula, right? Mm-hmm. So that he can he can okay. make these for other people. So that's worth quite a bit for him. So, cool. Can I make a diplomacy check? To try to get lower. If you want. <laughs> All right, we'll try. Uh, diplomacy's twelve, so twenty-three. Yeah, that's that's um, not gonna do it. Okay, I can live with that. All right. Um, so I'll get, then I'll give him uh, a gold piece for um, two batches. Then. Okay. He just tells it, um, you can come back in two days. Cool. Because really the hardest thing part of that was really the coming up with the plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. actually making them isn't, once you see it, like, it's, yeah, it's not that um, difficult, but cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds and good. Then, uh, and then Radro, we'll, we'll come back, Sean, for the... Um, Yoral, but and then Radro, anything mm-hmm. else um, at at the bank or you know anything? Um, no, um, I say to Millie, um, what are you doing this evening? Do you want to go have something to eat? Because I want to talk to her more, where she feels a little bit more comfortable, like she's not being watched. Yeah, that's that's why she was like whispering and stuff. Like she, she's very, she's kind of. I mean, you picked up, I think, on this before, but she's kind of paranoid. You know, with right. everything that's happened to her, and she's in this bad situation. Yeah, and, no, <laughs> and and uh, her, you know, personality type doesn't handle this kind of stress particularly well. Um, so that right, uh, right. she's having a hard time. So she she just is, is going to very much agree um, to uh, to do that. That 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 sounds like a good idea. Okay. And uh, you guys get to the the end of your shift, um, and. Uh, so we're going to say you and uh, Fosco are about in the same uh, timeline. You know what I mean? Like you're okay. uh, rough, okay. roughly Before in the same. Before we leave the, the, the bank slash pawn shop, <laughs> right. is there anything of interest in the case? I mean, like... Oh, of like the pawn? Um, yeah. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? No, I just like if there's something, a very unique piece that... Um, go ahead and make a um, perception check. Okay. Woo! <laughs> roll a 19, <laughs> so 34. Okay, and then would you roll a percentile dice? Fifteen. <laughs> um, <laughs> give me one second. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm almost afraid to see what he comes up with here. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I'm actually looking now because uh, now that he had now that he has like a he gave me the option to kind of um, do that and like uh, hire people to do stuff. I have ideas of how to of different things to make like my alchemical items that I have for formulas from exciting um please roll another percentile and let me know what you get okay ooh 
90%. Ooh, okay. Um, Ooh. You actually find, um, just kind of looking over it, you, you're not sure what it is about it, but there's there's like a, a necklace that's down at the end, okay. and it actually doesn't look like it's worth a terrible amount of money. And even what um, okay. Rikorik is, is asking for it is only like, you know, three gold pieces. It almost looks like okay. co- costume jewelry, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but when you look at it, there's just something ab- about it that's telling you that um, there's just a little something special about it. But it's hard for you okay. to put your finger on what it is. Okay, so I'm going to ask him, can I look at that necklace a second? Yeah, so Rick Cork said, uh, no, yeah, no problem. And he just he takes it out of the case, puts it there. Okay, so when I pick it up, anything happen? or it it. It feels a little different. Nothing happens, but it just feels a little different in your hand. Like it just seems like it feels like it's temperature just slightly above room temperature. Okay. Um, so, what would you sell this to me for? I think it's kind of an interesting piece. Can't look at it. Employee discount, like a gold and a half. Okay, that sounds good. He, he seems somewhat like surprised, it. and he, he looks because like. Again, it's it's like you know you're pretty nicely decked out at this point with all your like your new El- Elvish clothes, and then this is like kind of a junky looking necklace, and yeah. he, like, he he just shrugs and I'm takes like your money. Going for the bohemian look here, you know. So, I mean, a quick buck. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay, so I'm gonna put it on. I just okay, and it, it. Yeah, and, and and again, it just it just feels like it's just it's not like hot or anything. it's not uncomfortable, but it's just like it's yeah. just a little bit warmer than it like should be, especially something metal. You know, it usually is, okay. is cooler, and this is like a little, just slightly above um, the ambient temperature. Okay, okay. So I, I say good night, and I tell Millie to come with me, and we're gonna go find something to eat. I ask her to recommend some place that she knows is good. Okay. Um, so she kind of thinks about it for a second. You guys, well, it's been a while since I've been, had the money. Um, there is a place. Um, I know. And then she she uh, starts taking you over towards um, kind of like not, actually not terribly far from where the albatross is. And, and you guys find like there's like okay. a little a little cafe there. Up up. Okay. Um, I'm gonna ping it there. Uh, up okay. near the kind of corner of that. And it's it's one of those places okay. that's like. Uh, pretty good and probably a little bit better than what you're paying for like a place that a local right would know, you know yep there you go okay okay so like almost yeah, underneath that's good. That's good. yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a nice look because it's or a, a view too because it's kind of underneath that bridge that's leading from the um kind of the plateau plateau keep calling it a plateau um on the one side over to where the mages uh towers or manor okay. is okay cool cool Okay, that's what we're going to do. All right, so you guys are going to go have a pleasant dinner with your new uh, weird <coughs> necklace thing. And then uh, Fosco is... is uh, so you're uh, roughly in the same time frame. So what do you, what do you mm-hmm. have to do? Okay, uh, I'm going to cast a message to her and say, Hey, get me a doggy bag. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, me after just having lunch already and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost ready just for our dinner. <laughs> Um, second lunch. Actually... Second lunch. <laughs> uh, what I'm going to do is I, actually because I've been thinking about it, um, about making alchemical items. Uh-huh. I have a few. Because um, uh, I have a few uh, things I would like to make. As I have a few, there's like um, there's this, uh, one thing. It's called a smoke stick. 
um, that yes. I want to make. It's uh, three gold pieces. Um, no, what I know, should I um, go somewhere else to... Um, is there, is there like a place that I should go for alchemical items instead of like this place? Yeah, so the place you're at is just a Fletcher's. So you wouldn't want mm-hmm. this is the, it's just a guy that makes arrows. So you probably wouldn't want to hire him to do your alchemical work. Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. But you can like this is a big enough town, um, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, that if you kick around pretty much, you know, there's a blacksmith. There's there's all those things. And there's there's somebody that does your work that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, then I'll, I'll look uh, for someone to do that then. Uh, okay. And hopefully I'll pass through, I think it was this way is where the um, where the alley was that I was in. Because I want to check and see if they've left a note in that place. Oh, you can swing by easily enough. It's um, mo- Most of the yeah. uh, workers you can see are kind of south of there in either Enhanced Craft Way or... Mm-hmm. The woodsman marks so kind of like all that stuff is south and west. But if you want to swing by that alley, that's not a problem because that's just where the bars. Yeah, I'll go there. Flagon lane. Yeah, I'll go there first, and then I'll head out to go find um, alchemical works. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so searching around in the alley, and then remember you had made that um, agreement that you know they could leave a message for you there. You, you do find a little mm-hmm. a message. Um, asking about a meeting uh, what would be like tomorrow night okay and re- remind okay. me I think did you say that uh, when when you guys agreed to, to meet that who was picking the venue um, was that you or was, or was that them or, or was it just this alley think- like we'll meet you there I think I think it was I, I said like uh, the, they'll tell me where like where they want to meet. Um, okay. Just because I don't know, I mean I probably could know like where the best place. Yeah, but I, but I remember uh, me telling like saying like they would tell us tell me where to meet. Okay, so um, in that case they're gonna they're gonna say um, that you're actually going to meet at like a little um, dive bar just called Drivs. That's in the flagon lane. You've seen it because it's just kind of around the corner. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, so I'll pocket the note and then I'll head out to find a, an alchemical worker. Okay. Um, or an and this al- real pro- alchemist, basically. Yeah, an alchemist. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> I like that chemical worker. That was pretty good. Okay. Uh, just make a perception check. This isn't so much like if you can find it or not, just like how much time does it does it take you? Yeah. No. Uh, 19. <laughs> was that the with the sound of like, oh, I could have used that 19 later in a more crucial circumstance? Oh, no. It's because I rolled a 4, and my, my perception oh. is plus 15. So, so. Oh, I'm sorry. So I thought like, 19 was your roll, yeah. so... Yeah, so oh, it's no, going to take you. <laughs> it is going to take you a good while. Um, you kind of wander around, wander around, because the alchemist um, shop here is not very large. You know, it's it's there's one basically one place you go to. There's one guy that you get to talk to down in on Handcraft's Way. Um, but you do, after a long time of wandering around the, the town, manage to find him. And what is so it? So what, what time you're... would it be by the time I get there? 
It's you're almost like your timeline's not concurrent with Radril, so you're about dinner time at this point. Okay, because I'm just wondering because I, I, I wanted to go over to, um, because I still wanted to go meet Yorl, but there, like, there's a lot of stuff I wanted to do today. But there's a lot of uh, yeah. not a lot of time in the day. <laughs> Probably because we slept in, you know, a little bit. Um, all right, so I'll go. I'll go. To, I'll go to uh, the alchemist, and I'll. What I want to do is I want to. Because uh, the few things that I, the few um, formulas that I have, I think they would come in handy. Um, I wanted to see. I wanted to be able to make uh, get um, smoke sticks and um, bottled lightning. Okay. And like I would say, like if, if there's like a similar thing where they like they don't have the formula for it um then i could give it to them for a discount or like i could at least i don't know something <laughs> work out a little bit of a trade or something like that yeah that's yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how much well yeah what, what level of items are we looking at there they're both one uh, level one items. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's it's it's no there's no problem. This this um, person has the um, formulas for both of those. Mm-hmm. It's not it. Okay. Um, I mean, I know I can afford it, but uh, can I do a diplomacy check to make see if I can get it like down to half price? <laughs> half price? <laughs> sure. Say hello to Angelo for me. Uh, uh, James says hi. She says hi. Right. <laughs> or at least just like get, get, or at least like get it down. Uh, at least half get it price down is, to. Uh, I mean, half price is pretty steep. Just so you know, like the more yeah, that you I want know, off, the higher that DC goes. So. Yeah, exactly. So I just say like I, I want to um, just try to get it lowered at least because it's at like, okay. both three three gold pieces, and I can afford to get like I can afford to get two of each, but um, I don't want to spend money. I'm cheap. Oh hey, I rolled an eighteen. Um, what's my, it's diplomacy, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, plus 12. So a not natural 30. Yeah. So he's, he's going to offer you a, um, 15% discount. Okay. I can live with that. Um, off of three gold pieces. How would that, how much is that? I'm going to do the math. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. And he's explaining, it's basically because you're like a fellow, like, you seem to know what you're doing. So he kind of felt mm-hmm. like a uh, okay. companionship, or not companionship, what's it called? Com- camaraderie. Kinship. Kinship. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right, so then that, that would they'll come out to be, uh, I, I put out to be silver instead, so it'd be 25.5 silver pieces instead. Right. Um, so it'd be like two and a half and a half. <laughs> yeah, um, he, he'd, he'd accept silver pieces. That's fine. Okay, um, so then I'll yeah, I'll, so I'll get. I'll just I'll, I think I should do it this way. So I have I have the I want to get um, two bottled lightning, um, two, um, where is it at? Uh, elixirs of life. Uh, the uh, minor one, okay, for three gold pieces. Um, 
and why, why would you want some um, of those? I don't understand. Oh, you know, just 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 in case, you know. <laughs> um, and what was the last thing? So I said, yeah, two two smoke sticks, two bottled lightning, and two elixirs of life. Okay. And that's level one as well, the elixir of life. Yeah, they're all yeah they're all level one. Okay. They're all stuff that I could make. Yeah. Um. So then that would be time six. Okay. This really has become math so a, at this point. <laughs> yeah, it really has, you know, but that that happens sometimes. So it'd be a hundred and um, <laughs> it would technically be a hundred and fifty-three silver pieces. Okay. Um, but I have, I'll do, I'll just give all my, uh, or I'll give forty-five of my silver. So that means I have one silver piece left. Um, or no, actually, I'll add ten. It's, 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 this is, yeah, definitely becoming Math Finder. Um, <laughs> math Finder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'll take away 11 gold pieces, so then I'll have 8 gold pieces left. Okay. Like, I just like to say it out loud, that way everybody, kind of everybody knows what I'm, what's going on. All right, yeah, it's cool. Good. So um, as Fosco is finishing up with the alchemist, um, you and Millie have a uh, uh, nice dinner together. And what, what are we trying to, Rod, what are you trying to f- figure out from Millie? And she does seem well, a little bit more relaxed. She knows a, yeah, I want to ask her what she knows about the house. I didn't want to go into it too in depth because she seemed nervous to, talking about it there. But like, does she know? Like, is it abandoned? I, I tell her about what horrible shape it's in inside yeah and then it looks like it's been pretty well looted i mean does she know how long it's been empty who you know what's the history i guess yeah um so i'll, I'll just kind of like bullet point it a little bit <laughs> That's um fine. She, she yeah she, she, she knows that the uh the house has been um abandoned for maybe like in in the area of like maybe less than 10 years you know so maybe six to eight nine years something like that um that it was the brother of the mage um and that there was like stories because she's lived here her whole life so even though she was young there was kind of stories that there was a rivalry between the two and that the the brother was kind of like never quite up to the the challenge um between you know what i mean and that the mage kind of came out on top and then took um Kind of place. I, I think I, I explained to you guys when we first entered the town that it was kind of like the mage, the the rogues, and like the the strays were like the three powerhouses in the city, and that those three together kind of um, balanced each other out and ran the city. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the, the, okay. at that point, there was you know the mage was was kind of struggling with his brother or their rivals or you know whatever, and then the mage came out on top. Okay. And and that was um, a good while ago, like longer ago than the house has been um, abandoned. Okay. Um, is there anything else, I guess, specific or or that you were? Um, I just asked her to tell me a little bit more about the town itself, then, since she's from here originally, and you know, her history, like you know. Yeah, so she's um, relatively young, so she likes a lot of the life, life, life um, that she, that is kind of like the heart of the town. She just knows enough to stay away from because you know she would have been a little young to be running around those, you know, with with that with that crowd. Um, 
right. even though that she grew up here. So like she knows a lot about the southern part where like the more residential area and knows, obviously knows the layout of the town or whatever, but kind of stays away from the center where all like the brothels and the casinos and the, the bars are. Um, right. and, and knows kind of like steer clear of, of that. And just, just knows that there's, it's again to think about. I, I like the the analogy the most. I think that New York in the seventies, like if you if you were there and lived there, you just knew like, oh, you don't go on that street at this time. You know what I mean? Right. That that kind of thing. Right. And she so she kind of knows like the ways to stay you know, <clears throat> safe and kind of like out of just by just avoiding the bad areas. And okay. so you know you and and basically that's just that center of town when it's um, it's kind of like in swing. Okay. And then. Yeah, and then the only other thing she just... Tell her about just, the... I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Finish what you were... Okay, yeah. I was going to say, the only other thing that she mentions there is, like, what's disrupted this is that, that this the coming of the Red Pools itself. Just, like, you know, those guys that you ran into, like, um, like there's that kind of group of younger dudes that are just kind of, like, roaming around and kind of, like, somewhat punky kind of, like, attire and just kind of, like, you know, kind of spiking up their hair and stuff like that. Um, like that's the new dynamic in town. Okay, I tell her about the crazy old man we met too, and I mentioned I can't think of his name. Eucharist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, she, she, Ask she, her if she knows anything about him. Oh yeah, she. So it's one of those things like everybody in town kind of knows about him a little bit, even if they've never gone and, and spoken to him. She she has seen him because if you go up in that. Mystics Hollow. You can see even the map. It's not very big. You know, it's, it's right. like a big, a block or two uh, big. And um, he's kind of always there. Um, and it's a little bit like you can go get your fortune read by him or something like that. He, you know, he claims to be a seer in, into into the future. Um, and she okay. and the town kind of thinks that he's mostly a charlatan. But okay. And I tell her about the comment he made about the color of the sky. Does that mean anything to her? Um, so she, she kind of just, um, thinks about it for a second. She goes, do you think he means blue? I don't know. We've been trying to figure it out too. I said, Bosco told him, or, well, what do I call him? Red? Red. Told him Red. Was, um, <laughs> the sky was purple and he was like, no, 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 you don't know. So obviously that wasn't the right answer, but we're just I don't, I don't think this, some special meeting or. I don't think this guy's purple. Is there another name for like the color of the sky? I don't know. Blue, indigo. <laughs> she, she, she kind of struggled. That seems kind of weird. Yeah, it was kind of strange. We were trying to figure out what it meant. But... Oh well. I'll think on it. Yeah. You can come up with anything. Let me know. Anyway, Shana, that doesn't mean much whenever she says that. <laughs> Dad always said I was a good thinker. You never know when something might come in handy. Just nods. Uh, and at that, we can, uh, unless there's anything else you want to talk to Millie about, you guys can kind of wrap up. Um, a pretty nice meal and she does and she just thanks you like uh, you know she's been um, kind of by herself uh, for a while and under a lot of strain for a while and you can just see that she's very happy to finally have somebody like in, in her life that's not trying to manipulate her <laughs> or you know get something yeah. out of her or threaten her or something like that so 
And she feels like she has. I do ask her, um, how long ago was it that they they took your dad? She kind she kind of thinks about. It's been several months now, maybe like two. Okay. Two months. Okay. And you have no idea, like, where they took him or who took him or. No, the only person I know is the stranger. Also, something I've been thinking on, we should actually, you should probably also ask her um, what he looks like, because I don't think we ever asked her about that. Oh, her dad, yeah, what, yeah, Yeah. describe him, I guess, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's a good, good point. Yeah. Because he may be going under an alias, you know, we know his name, but we don't know what he looks like, so... Yeah, I mean, she can she can give you a description. I mean, from um, from her, he's like, um, like uh, later fifties. Like, usually has like a, a scruffy kind of beard and just like kind of longer hair. Um, and okay. uh, you know, at least when she saw him, would would like kind of favor like simple but darker color color um, clothing. Um, and was of North Northman stock like herself, which is again the Ro- Hiram uh, uh, race and like the Woodman. And she she kind of thinks that they were actually descended from the woodmen, but they've lived in Strayhold for you know at least a generation. Her her family. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. So so wraps up a day in Strayhold. As uh, Fosco, do you head back to the Albatross? As Radville is also heading back to the Albatross. Um, what time? What time is it? By the time I'm done with the Alchemist. And like I said, you're about caught up with Radville, so you know, imagine that okay. they kind of went off work and they went to dinner. So it's you know, I don't know, six thirty, yeah, seven, right. maybe seven right. o'clock, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Like and between I'll... seven and eight. Yeah. All right. I'll say it's probably too late for um. Uh, it's probably too late for to go to the uh Yorl's uh place. So as okay. as we're coming back, I'm just gonna try to pick a few pockets as I'm going back. Cause I realized I didn't work at all today. Technically, you didn't work at all today. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you know, I didn't. I didn't make an honest living today. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna head back to the albatross. And is is Masa working tonight? Yeah, and it, they're pretty much always there. So. Okay. All right. Go ahead and do what you're doing then. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go talk to her. So while he's doing his thing, she and I can have a conversation. Okay. <laughs> uh, so how, how do you want to do this? Because it's technically not a full day of pickpocketing, but do you want to do like let's, a perception check, then thievery check, and I don't know. Yeah. Let, let's well, say let's. We'll, we'll like. Pick a pocket rather than pick. You know what I mean. So it wouldn't be like because you can't fit yeah, a day pockets. within. Yeah. yeah. So you just um, look, do a perception mm-hmm. check, and then we'll we'll try a, a thievery check. And so it would be like again picking a pocket rather okay. than an activity. Gotcha. All right. So I got a uh, twenty-four for a perception. Okay. So yeah, as, as you're walking through, <laughs> you're walking through, and you see it looks like like a middle class, like maybe a merchant or something. Like okay, some that person's gonna have some money on them. Um, kind of heading out as you're heading north out of the Woodman's Hollow, um, and kind of almost like where the Mystic's Hollow is. There's like a little, um, it's not even a bridge. 
it's more like just a little ford mm-hmm. and as you kind of as he crosses that ford you just see like he has to like kind of he kind of picks up his like robes a little bit and you can see that there's there's a money patch on him okay um i'm gonna try to swipe it all right do a swipe check if you would all right. Um, I don't think I. Ha- <laughs> I was gonna say that I don't have a. Uh, um, I don't think I have a swipe skill, so I think I just have to use straight dexterity for that one. But I rolled a nat twenty, so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. So um, you, uh, as as you're going to go to kind of swipe this this coin purse, like he actually slips for a second, and you manage to like swipe it as you're pretending to help him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and he just oh, okay. very very thankful, and he kind of pulls himself up out of the creek, and, and continues on his way. And you get his en- entire, um, uh, you just have this whole purse in your hand, <laughs> you know. So. And it looks like it has um, actually four gold pieces and seven silver pieces in it. Oh, cool! Which is that pretty works. good. Yeah. Yeah, not bad for one pocket. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. All right. So as, as Foster's kind of finishing that up, Radwolf. So what are you um, talking with uh, Massa? I'm going to start asking her a little bit about the house. Okay. You know. Just say, hey, what's the story with that house, that abandoned place out on the edge of town? Um, just make a diplomacy check for me, just to okay. see where we're at interaction-wise. Uh, 22. 22? Yeah, so as you're talking to her, um, she she kind of thinks thinks back a little bit. Goes, I, I, I think that, uh, so that was like the brother of the mage, I think he lived up there. Yeah, um, that's, that's what I keep yeah. hearing. I mean, what, what, why was it abandoned? It looked like it was a very nice house at one point in time. Yeah, so she, she, you can see almost like, um, you know, remember, she's kind of gossipy. So as she, she kind of yeah. like gets... Yeah, so I figured yeah. she's a good person to talk to, yeah. <laughs> she, her face gets like a little bit more animated and kind of like leans in. He goes, yeah, you know, he, he used to have this great rivalry with, with with his brother, the mage. and I, But he like did, he did alchemical stuff. And then the mage is, okay. you know, the mage. And so there was always this rivalry between, like, the mage doing magic and him being an alchemist. Um, and then I don't know exactly what happened, but something bad happened. Because I know we don't go up in that house anymore. And it it looks like nobody's been up there for a long time. Yeah, just... Just... like that. Just left all the rack and ruin. I mean, where did the brother go? That's the question, huh? I think, I think his name was. Um, Nobody knows. No, it's it's a mystery here in Strayhold. Do you do you know something? You you know something. No, what, what do you know? No, I'm just kind of curious. Just that it's an she, empty house. Sorry, who are you talking to? I'm talking uh, to the lady that works at the hotel. Massa. Yeah. Um, and it's just so she's, she's, she's kind of like looking at you very. She goes. Uh, she's just looking at you like kind of suspiciously and goes. I think his name is Doroth. Oh, strange name. That's. I think he was a strange guy. Were they from here originally? She kind of she cocks her head a little bit and she goes, "I think so, but I'm not 
Sure, I know. I know. You know, as long as I've I've been here, that there's been the mage and the, the alchemist. Hmm. Well, now you happen to know what the mage's real name is. I mean, I think it's just weird. Everybody calls him the mage. Come on, he's got to have a name. Well, it's kind of like Madonna, how he just goes by one name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she she uh, she goes. What well, I think. <laughs> I, I think his real name is Leardenoth. Leardenoth, okay. Leardenoth. Hmm. How long ago did this all happen if it fell out? Well, I know, I know... I know the house has been abandoned for years. But they, they're falling out. I mean, as far as I always remember them, you know kind of going back and forth and there's for a while was a big problem in Strayhold because you know we have what stability we have is really because we have this you know the clans kind of made a, a peace treaty but when the mage and the alchemist were kind of going at it there was a lot of confusion in town about who was really calling the shots and it really uh, made things get yeah it was it was very dicey you know it this town's sense. really just helped you can see why there's a problem now. right and then that's that's kind of the problem with uh, the red pools moving in. We have this thing kind of carefully balanced. Everybody goes about their business and leaves each other alone. And then we just have this new thing moving to town. You know, some people are suspicious about it. So far, it seems like we're okay. Other than some of the young guys get a little bit ramped up. Besides that, it's I think I think you know it's I don't think it's a big deal. It's just like a new thing. And here in this town, you just we have to be careful of new things. Interesting. She goes, and so she's going to appear one more time. She goes, what, what do you know? Not really anything, and this isn't helping. <laughs> <laughs> but you asked a lot of questions about something that's a little bit odd. Well, I just been kind of curious about the house, that's all. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't suggest going up there. No, how come? Well, and she kind of looks around and goes, there's just some stories about people going up there and they don't, they don't come back. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what do you think happens to them? Well, I'm not usually, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so bad. <laughs> no, no, she doesn't say that. <laughs> oh, no, she has to say that. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> no tape backs on that kind of stupidity. Um, so, but she leans in and she goes, I'm not usually the type that goes in for like ghost stories and things like that, but, you know... People have gone up there and they don't come back. It's a creepy old house. People say they see lights up there. They see hear all kind of weird sounds. Ew. Yeah. But you know what, too? We were... Pe- Go ahead. Oh, good. Uh... <laughs> I'm very, I'm a very considerate conversationalist. So it's, she goes, you know what, too? <laughs> you know what, too? People talk about the, the alchemist, though, but he... You know, you see the mage's house, it's pretty big, and there's all kind of stuff in there. I think there's all kind of stuff up in that house. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah. Well, he's the alchemist. I bet there's all kind of stuff up there. Yeah, but I'd be willing to bet if it's been empty as long as you say it is, it's gone. I don't know. People try to go up and they don't come back. Um, we were over that way. Had... That's why. I... Sorry. Forgot <laughs> was you that had what? I forgot I found those two pouches of alchemical stuff, but it's fine. Go ahead, oh keep yeah. Going. Oh okay. Okay. So anyhow, um, yeah, we were over that, you know, in that part of town. That's why I was asking about it. You can see it when you're down there. We met this weird guy in Eucharist. What the <sighs> hell is him. his story? I don't know. He's a crazy old guy. He wanders around there. Don't give him money. Is there any con no, we didn't. We just kept on going. Does he, is, is he have right. any connection with the house? Or is he just kind of this vagrant that wanders around? Because that's really interesting, because he lives right there. Yeah, that's what I... He kept, like, saying weird stuff. Yeah, like what? Well, he kept asking us about what the color of the sky was. Does that mean anything to you? I, I mean, it's... a friend, and she was just like, huh? That's... It's like blue, right? No, well, that's sort of what <laughs> we thought, too. Is there, is there another name for that? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't... That, that Eucharist, he's, he's... Seems like a, a strange guy. Just... He's mostly harmless. He just... You know, he's just... Uh, look, there's a lot of swindlers in this town. Of them... His operation seems pretty small. If his personal appearance is, has anything to go, anything to go by. Yeah, he just—he looked a bit like a a vagrant to us. I think that's we because he's a vagrant. <laughs> 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 good, good observation there. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> so, um, is there anybody in town we really need to like stay away from besides that part of town? No, I think I think usually you just trust your judgment. You know, be careful uh, in the at night in the more raucous parts of town. People yeah. get rowdy. Besides that, that makes sense. just just keep your eyes open. You look like you can take care of yourself. You I don't know how much I'd worry. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've lived here your whole life. Yes, yes. The albatross has been uh, in our family for uh, three generations. Oh wow, that's pretty neat. I fixed it up a lot. You should have seen, should have seen it when I took it over. Oh, yeah? Oh. Got any pictures? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I made a whole scrapbook. Do you really like to see it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's all dry. It's all drawings, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just, yeah, just nothing but like this uh, pictures that are uh, not very artfully done. <laughs> kind of and for the next seven hours, she slowly walks through the scrap. <laughs> uh, okay. Nice talking with you. I think I'm going to head up to the room. Do you don't want to see the rest of the scrapbook? This is just volume one. <laughs> oh, this is a first remodel, huh? <laughs> 25th series. <laughs> right. This is like seeing seeing somebody's bad vacation pictures, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Except they're just all hand drawn. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Yeah, let's, we'll say all like right. as you're finished up that conversation, that Fosco kind of comes in, like seeming very uh, happy with himself. 
Hey, Thrasker, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I just got a lot of good stuff done today. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, heading, you heading up to the room? Yeah, I'm gonna head up now. Okay, where's Scary? Or, um, Win? Where's Win at? Yeah, he has not returned yet. So. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Say where he was going. Um, he didn't tell me anything. So. I'm assuming. We nah, he usually just kind of wanders around. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I've got something to show you when we get up to the room. Me too. Cool. All right. Uh, so we'll head upstairs. Um, and uh, I'm actually, and I'm going to tell her um, the, like, the basically the reason I didn't come in to uh, the reason I didn't really come in today to check to see where um, how much this was worth is I've been th- like I've been studying it a lot. And I've been thinking about it. And it looks like this is actually um, from Dale or Lake Town. Um, and I was oh. debating about where, yeah. Um, and I was debating about whether we should, uh, I should try to sell it here or try to sell it um, in da- if we go- and if we ever find ourselves back in Dale, if we want to do it now or save it for later. Just because we could make more money if we get take it there, like just by itself right now, I'd say it's probably um, the most I could get here is maybe fifteen to twenty gold. Okay. But if we get if we head up to Dale, it'd probably be um, close to thirty. No. Oh. Do you think it? Do you think it'd be worth it to to go that far and sell it there, or do you think we should just I should just try to get rid of it here? If we don't need the cash, I'd say hang on to it. Either way. Whether we can get it to Dale or somewhere, you know, we end up somewhere else where we need to unload it. It's worth something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, the other alternative, we know the jade is worth something, is to take the eyes out of it. I mean, if we get into a situation where we've got to start unloading things because we're, you know, on the run or something, mm-hmm. we could always do that. That's always an option. But yeah, I say hang on. Yeah. Okay. And just just for reference, like you would know that Dale or Lake Town are is. A little less than two hundred miles to the north. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. you know a good that's a good amount of travel. Just yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah, it's a journey. Yeah, look how long does it take? It's taken us to get to where we're at now. So <laughs> yeah, how, how many sessions? I mean, it, it, got a little sidetracked since... a few times, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's swing by the hut and see what everybody's doing there. And with Aiden. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Aiden, how goes it? <laughs> <laughs> I think just for just travel here, I think that took two or three sessions. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're on session twenty-six. This this one is now. Yeah. Okay, so. First episode. I, I tell him about <laughs> having dinner with Millie, and my conversation with Masa, and that I really didn't find out a whole lot other than that there was this rivalry between the mage and the alchemist. Mm-hmm. I asked them both the question about what color is the sky, and they both sort of asked me the same question, like, well, it's blue, isn't it? Is there another name for that? So maybe, I don't know. I think something we need to pay attention to, especially the fact that we've got this doll with gemstone eyes, there's something maybe mm-hmm. color-related? I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah. And then I got this necklace at the 
pawn shop, and it's got something freaky going on with it. Um, right. I suppose I could get you to like do a detect magic on it. Yeah, we'll check it out. Uh, so I cast detect magic and see what it does. Yeah, so it, it glows. It's definitely magical. Okay. All right. Um, I thought it was pretty and just different, and I don't know. There was just something about it that called to me. Um. And do I? Okay. Um, and it says it says it's heightened to third level. I also get to learn the school of magic. Okay. Um, and whatnot, and if multiple effects are equally strong, the, okay, that just like basically that's just saying like which because um, I know we have a few magic items, but I can I can choose to ignore um, right those ones. Um, so when when it talks about like the school, you're talking about like the tradition, like or the school, um, yeah, like whether it's a cult or yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it, it says the school of magic. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so um, so the school is transmutation. Hmm. Well, that could be a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I guess the. I, mean, I guess the only thing really we can really figure out anything is probably to put it on. I mean, I can try an arcana deck if you want. Might not be a bad idea. Do that first, and then put it on. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll do an Arcana check to see if it's like. Um, I, mean, I don't know how much like what exactly I would be able to know other than just what I did from Detect Magic, but I'll leave that up to your discretion. Um, Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, so basically, what you're rolling for, just to make it clear, is like how would you activate this thing? Because Radville's been wearing it and hasn't felt any. You know, most might, most magic items. Some will just like your invisibility cloak. You put it on and then the neckerchief. It just happens like the magical effect happens some things you need to like say you have a flaming sword or something like you need to have the sword and then like say a word or somehow activate it right right so you're right. you're um i think we lost sean uh, again yeah he seemed to freeze up yeah. either that or just staring straight at the camera i can't oh, well, I can, uh, can you see that? yeah it's just you're just you a little you? bit you're a little joggy okay, cool. it, and it's, he's it's gone it's, again <laughs> oh, okay. on my screen what the heck's going on i still see I, I still see, I can see him and uh, I can hear him. Uh, Sean, can you still hear us? As long as we can hear each other. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, as long as we can hear ourselves, that's that's the <coughs> yeah. more important thing. Yeah, so, um, remind, sorry, and all that, I forgot what your role was. Can you tell me what your role was one more time? Uh, tw- 25. 25. Um, with that, like, you can uh, figure out how to activate this thing. Like you, and you, what you do is you, you take it and you just kind of like rub it, on, like almost like you're you're cleaning an apple, like three times, mm-hmm. but you don't know what the effect is mm-hmm. going to be. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> um. Well, it's okay. I have uh. I have some I have some elixirs standing by just in case. Uh, <laughs> okay. Should we try this outside instead? <laughs> Should we try this outside? I don't know what we should do. Yeah, let's, let's run out back. Alright. Uh, we can take it downstairs. Uh, we'll try to go out into a little bit of op- openness of a field. Not, not exactly a field, but like just kind of go behind where there's nobody around. 
Right. Yeah, you, you can go back behind like the the albatross itself, and it's pretty um, not barren, but you can see there's areas behind there that would be ten- between the inn and like where the cliff is that goes up to the mage's house. Yeah, sort of like okay. open grassy areas. Yeah, enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I, I tell her um, how to how to activate it. Um, and, and then as just, soon as I do, I'm like, up. all right, oh, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, then I back up. Um, like, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> I like you, you too. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm on standby. I have these. That's why I'm here. Uh, I back up and I actually, like, I kind of, like, uh, get, stand behind a corner of, like, the, of the albatross and just, like, all right, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So I, I rub it three times, like he told me to do. Yep, and uh, you, so you feel heat kind of radiate for, out from this necklace for a second, and it and it seems to kind of um, seep into you, and it's almost like uh, if okay. you took like a huge gulp of coffee or something like that, you just feel like this huge burst of energy. Um, and what it's going to be Ooh. mechanically is um, it's going to be like casting the spell haste, which um, basically gives oh, you okay, one more cool. action, yeah, one more action every turn, but that action can only be be a stride or an attack. And it lasts for one minute. It's 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 basically you cast haste, and that's okay. once once a day. Okay. Hmm. Hmm, kind of cool. Oh, cool. All right. This worth the one and a half gold pieces then. Well, that's yeah, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so you just see Radrill's kind of she's almost like the flash a little bit if she's running around it's like this she's moving so quick there's just a little bit of like <laughs> there's just like a little bit of a trail of her she's kind of like going, running around back behind this inn mm-hmm. like well shoot got to cut back on my coffee intake <laughs> I feel a little jittery <laughs> it's good just to make me a little jittery <laughs> kind of cool alright Mm-hmm. Yeah, neat. Alright, um... Alright, well, we know what it does now, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, Makes me wonder what else is in that case up there. Yeah, I guess, I'll take a look and see what... Um, yeah. See what's there. Maybe I'll come by tomorrow. Figure things yeah. out. i still got a few more things to take care of. I think that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Cool. So as you guys are finishing up, do you see Scarry kind of like slinking down the alley towards the albatross? Mm-hmm. Okay. You just, you just can, yeah, if you guys don't interrupt or something, he'll just kind of slink into the the albatross. Okay. Cool. Um, I guess we'll just follow in up uh, behind him. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Uh, when. And, and it, he takes been? a second and goes, and he, and he like, like there's that lag where he like forgets what his his name is for a second, and then he kind of turns right. around. And goes, yeah, I was, oh. I was taking care of business. Okay. And he he looks at Masa's, Masa's like pretending to like read a book there at the front desk, but they can tell us she's kind of like looking up the stairs at, at Scarry a little bit. You know, working my completely legitimate business that I run from a legitimate place. In other words, you're out That's selling wine. Okay. Legitimate. <laughs> yes, I was wine merchanting. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I can just imagine how this actually works. Alright, so if, uh, if there's nothing else, yeah, if there's nothing else tonight, we can we can skip ahead through brunch the next morning or whatever. Um, okay. And so now we're all at total hit points too. Then should oh, be cool. pretty much hit pointed up, right? If, especially if you guys did what yep, you did last night. So mm-hmm. we, right. we can say that you guys are all topped off or, or, or near enough. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Okay. Um, and then the, the next day, you know, Radrill, you you go to work. You you start to do, um, um, you know, your your job, <laughs> and then about yeah. about. Uh, just before, like in the, in the early afternoon, actually, this the stranger comes in. Okay. And uh, goes back and seems to talk to Rakoric for a, a moment, um, and then uh, it's kind of back there, uh, you know, a while, and then goes to leave. You can see that Millie's very nervous when uh, you know he's there. Of course, after he leaves, Millie um, kind of um, sidles up to you and goes, "He came and saw me last night." Oh, about what? He was he was asking about I have to look into somebody for him. Who? Is there somebody called Scary? Hmm. Interesting. What's he yeah. want with him? Don't know. I he never tells me anything. Hmm. So when he asks you to look into something, what do you do? Well, I have to wait till Rick is out of town or um, out out on business or something, which he, you know, most of the time he does because he's doing whatever Rick does. And I sneak, then I sneak back there and I try to look through the files. Okay. And she goes, "I'm getting kind of good." Interesting. Yeah. Actually, I might be better at sneaking than making change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't visibly laugh at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I might be a sneak. So, what kind of information do you give him most of the time? I mean, what what kind of stuff are you finding out? Oh, sometimes it's it's like, you know, do they have a lot of money in the bank, or are they taking money out? Do they have loans? That kind of thing. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think the deal so, is with him and uh, the boss? Why why is Rakorik so scared of him? Yes, I think the stranger is kind of scary. But it may, maybe he has something yeah. over on Maybe he, maybe he has Rakorik's dad, too. Maybe he has a whole collection of dads in a basement somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's not creepy. I don't think it's quite that complicated, Miller, but uh, <laughs> I just sort of, yeah. Okay. Um, that's interesting, though. I've just been trying to figure out what the deal is here. I mean, I know why you're afraid, and it makes sense. He's got your dad, and he's using you to get information, but, hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, and as your guys are kind of go through that, then, uh, Fosker, what have you been doing? Um, so, whenever I get up in the morning, uh, I think I want to go to, I want to go see Yorl. Okay. Uh, with my cat. With your what? Oh, with your cat. Yeah, yeah. With my cat. Did you name the cat? I don't think I ever did. Um, you gotta come up with a name for the cat. Yeah, I might need a name for the cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm, pretty, I'm, pretty, 
I'm pretty partial to per Pernell, but uh... <laughs> yeah, but that's that's Calkin's cat. You can't. Uh oh. I think we lost Sean again. Yeah. Ooh, let's give this a. Oh no, he's back. Is it? Is it back? And then I'm gonna make a note of this so I can knock this out of the feed when we. This is that. Oh no, Okay. Hmm. We'll give him here another minute or so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, just because I need a little, I need to set up for Abby's um, class here, or I'm, I got set up for myself to teach actually, and then Abby's class. So. What's up, Sean? Are you back? Okay. Yeah. Yep. We just we lost you there for a sec. Um, mm -hmm. That's one fifty-two. Okay. Um, so as you head over to uh, Ural's, um, uh you kind of you know. Uh, from the outside, it's not a very it's 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 a medium kind of sized shop, right? And like looking through the the front windows, you can see there's kind of a little bit of some kind of movement happening on the inside. That's kind of like maybe like kind of jerkier or faster than what you'd expect. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I guess I guess so. I'll, I guess as I'm as I'm going towards it, uh, I'll just keep. I guess I'm, I'm gonna like, pre like prepare myself just in case anything happens. Like if, uh, like basically, I'm on guard in a way. Okay. All right. So as you um, uh, like enter, you know, there's like a little bell, ding ding ding, goes off, and you can see that there's a guy um, looking at, and he, there's kind of like rows of cages. You can see a whole bunch of animals, and they all seem like a little bit kind of um, uh, ramped up. And a as you walk mm -hmm. in, the guy turns to you, um, and he goes, "Don't move." Okay, I and then, still. Alright, and then um, we're going to have you uh, roll initiative, but what we're going to do um, is actually pick up there next week if, if we can. Cause this, I need a little extra time to okay. set up for what's happened the rest of the day. Um, and that's what we will roll. So you're in your rolls, about to go into initiative. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Great. Uh... That's nice. Okay, well, I, uh, cool. I'll, I'll give you a plan for uh, what I what I wanted to do with the rest of the day too. Uh, was okay. I wanted to um, uh, go back to the alchemist to show them the um, stuff I found in at the house. Okay. And I wanted to go to the pawn shop to see what kind of things they were. So I'm just I'm just saying that now. But uh, I had, oh, yeah, depending on whether good. I live through this or not, but we'll see. <laughs> And, okay. uh, and my plan what, what are your plans? What's that? My plan after I leave work is to go find Scary and tell him. Okay. Oh, okay. He's being looked for. And hopefully, he doesn't have any prior business here. Cool. All right. That, well, that's we, we will pick up when we uh, start next week. We have uh, Fosco and Urals and in initiative, and Radro is going to go hunting for Scary. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.